Good morning and welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radhanelia, and today I have a very special episode that I want to share with you called Divine Union and Sacred Relationships. This episode comes from my personal files of channelings that I do, and I don't ever share my channelings, but I felt that it was really important to start opening up to this other aspect because there's a lot of information that comes through and I have only done these privately in the past but we are moving into a new paradigm and it's time to open up and share more so I hope you enjoy this please sit back relax and uh, enjoy This is a channel for my higher self and Don Pedro. Don Pedro. Don Pedro is my great, great, great grandfather. Yes, Mm -hmm. my Lemurian grandfather, shaman. Mm -hmm. And um, he came to me when I first started my healing journey. He was... um, a guide that came to me and I did not know who he was. I was like, who is this? He came to me with messages and I, I uh, asked my mom about him or told her about him. And that's when she disclosed my Lemurian shaman lineage and started to reveal to me um, parts of my lineage I had no idea about. It was um, a beautiful experience and so now I connect with Don Pedro. He is a consistent channel and guide, protector and great um, great friend and great galactic family that I love and embrace and look to in times of guidance. He comes through and brings me channels and he is very much connected to my higher self. So here we go. Don Pedro, please give me information about the beloved. What is the question? About about partnership, no? like uh, sacred partnership mm. on planet Earth and, and beyond that. Yeah? How to um, be able to um, sacred partnership and sacred union is part of our birthright. It is part of the human process. It is one of the most beautiful aspects of being a human is being able to couple in divine union and being able to access the love codes that are available through sacred union to get to sacred union is quite a challenge in these times and now more than ever um, there has been so much distortion in the feminine so much distortion in the masculine 
the programming which I had been talking about, which Don Pedro has told me about, and the distortion in our perception of who we are in relation to each other. The masculine has been taught to be very strong figure, but to the point where it's been encouraged to be almost militant and um, controlling, manipulative, deceptful. And, and so many introductions to mind games have been brought into the divine feminine, divine masculine, that um, somehow through the distortion process, it was... Um, there was a there was a riff created where intentionally there would be distortion of the masculine and feminine that they would feel um a program running that they would feel a competition with each other like i'm going to prove to you or i'm going to prove to you or i'm better than you or i'm better than you and each one of them uh each one of these programs is highly dishonoring to the other breathing through this it's very heavy when I tune in there's a feeling of um, great despair as I move through the energy of many lifetimes between the masculine and feminine that have been harmful for both parties whatever party anyone's been on both have felt a lose-lose and this has brought such a feeling of great disappointment in the psyche that rolled over into the next lifetimes this feeling of disappointment the feeling of distrust the feeling of lack the feeling of great betrayal and um feels very tender my heart feels tender when i talk about it this feels like i'm almost just tuning in and slicing into the collective consciousness here with the um with one aspect and remind you this is one but this is this is the cloud this is the cloud my friends this is a cloud where all of this stuff resides as we tune into these energies you go into the cloud and you connect into the cloud to see what is the temperature what is the energy what is the collective feeling here and there's another cloud, which is a cloud where there's crystal clarity, where it's um, just ease and grace and divinity and beauty. And um, when I tap into this cloud, it's much less filled, <laughs> meaning that there are not many um, consciousnesses connected to this cloud of, div of like divine union. Um, not yet, not yet. <sighs> but a change is coming a change is coming it's been a very painful process for the masculine especially as their ego is being confronted their ego even within themselves the old ways are not working they're not working they're just not working anymore. The templates are not working anymore. 
And there's a feeling of death, a feeling of dying, a feeling of rejection, almost. Because the ener- that energy is not plugging into this new energy coming in. It's being rejected. It's not that they are rejected, but the old way of being is being rejected by the mass. And the feminine is rising. She's rising and she's been purging the pain, purging it out. And it's been very... It's been heartbreaking, heartaching, glass shattering all over the floor. It's been messy and bloody and gooey and they've had to dive deep, deep into their souls, deep into their hearts, deep into their lineage. And it's like, I just, it's like when I look, it's like, um, it's like I see a surgery room and the, the image, the imprints is like, there's blood all over the tables, you know? They've been going in and getting getting the work they needed to get. And I'm not talking about external work. I'm talking about internal. It's been a messy, deliberate process. And there is great progress, even though it looks very messy and it can look very scary. And it can feel also like death, you know, and the dying, the dying of the paradigm the dying of the of the holding the breath for the prince charming to come onto his horse it's like that princess is no longer can no longer hold her breath she has had to give life unto herself that by waiting for this magical prince to come onto his horse and all the fairy tales and all of the disney movies and all of the programs, you know, that said, wait, he, he, he will come, he will come to you and you just have to wait. And they're not ready to wait anymore. They're no longer willing to wait. So they went into the operation room and have been working on delivering themselves, delivering the new the newness, delivering almost like they are being born onto themselves, the new baby, the new them, the new feminine is being born and they are, it's like birth, bloody and beautiful and the process and the pain and the aches of, of labor, you know, it's all happening and by going through the birth canal of their own being, not all, but women, some women have been doing this. And it is not saying that they're more superior than the masculine. It is just saying that they have gone in and been doing the work. That is all it is. It means that they have been facing their darkness, facing the shadows, standing in their light, purging the pain, releasing the paradigms that have been haunting them the shadows of the past of the lineage all of the social structures that have been set up for failure and breaking that down and courageously courageously breaking glass ceilings over and over and over and over again (sighs) yeah it's deep And um, 
Something new is being born, something beautiful, something divine, something precious, something holy. The holy divinity of self coming through itself, reawakening, rebirthing, mastering, manifesting, delivering, and showing up fully for themselves and and these feminine and not all but some the ones that I've been talking about that are willing to get their hands dirty willing to be with that great old pain and sit with it just like you have to do in labor you can't move you can't run from the pain you have to give birth to this creation and this is exactly what's going on. And so what's happening is there's a new, it's like this this new generation. It's like they are shedding the skin of the past. They are shedding the skin in the old ways and standing in their light and maybe having to stand alone in their light um, and really shining their lights as a beacon, as a lighthouse for the masculine to show up. Addictions have been a huge problem. Addictions, so many addictions with the masculine and feminine. And the the addictions that have been induced and, and sort of injected into our society, the addiction to looking a certain way, feeling a certain way, the addiction to the rat race, the addiction to sex, the addiction to porn, the addiction to escapism, video games, football games, sports, all of these addictions that are distracting. Distracting from the wound that's there. You know, I never, I never thought I would be the person to be looking at wounds Ever. That's not what I thought. But you asked me a question and there it is, you know. The wounds are there. They're gashing. And it's like these men are coming out of the war zone. Some of them, not all, are willing to give up being soldiers. But there is a choice. You can turn and be a soldier of the light. You can take that energy and that power and use that energy to create something beautiful, something sacred, something with a divine feminine. And the separation that has been going on, there's been invisible walls, mm-hmm. you know, walls between the masculine and feminine and the walls. You, you can walk through them. You don't have to just take them for face value. It's like you have you can see the wall and choose to say, hey, I'm going to break through this. I'm choosing to walk through this or this doesn't hold power for, on me anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Sacred union is so important. And it will be time when it's time, but 
right now everyone's cleaning their own house. You know, a lot of people are cleaning their own house. And that may look different for everyone. That may look like facing an addiction. That may mean admitting and being honest to yourself about how you feel. Mm -hmm. That may mean feeling aloneness. Okay? Because if you can't be with yourself, who can you be with? Like, if you can't be with yourself and be comfortable for some period of time, then you're not ready to be in divine union, you know? It's important to build yourself from within. Because otherwise you're going to come into union and, and it's just going to blow up in your face. It's important. It's important. It's all important. This processing is important to be with it. And to not turn away, not run away, not try to find the next distraction, the next hot thing, you know, the next thing that's going to give you pleasure. It's not about that anymore. Those things are becoming mundane. And um, because there's something greater, there's something greater that wants to come in. There is pleasure there is joy there is divinity there is wholeness there is comfort in sacred union there is beauty unlike any beauty <laughs> it is an internal feeling that fills every crevice of your heart and your soul and it's not that this person is like just a magical puzzle piece that you know, boom, it's that when you filled yourself up and your cup is full and you come together with another full cup, that's when great things happen. These two cups become one and the amount of light and beauty that's created, the gardens that are created from these kinds of unions nourish not only the couple but the collective any questions yeah uh, um, that it sounds perfect huh? so mm-hmm. um, I believe that the role of the couple they have a purpose for mm-hmm. being together in this planet earth huh? Mm-hmm. It's like what you said. They're they're going to be the beacons of light. Mm-hmm. Huh? So they have a purpose. So their their light has to be like streamlined to the to be refocused. Is that true? So people are setting their life up. That's why certain jobs are ending for people, or or they're getting pushed out of certain positions, or um, various things where they have to move. Mm-hmm. They have to align to where there is there's going to be room for this to happen. You know, um, it's like the tower card moment when everything is crumbling and uh, you're wondering what is going on. Am I going to make it through this? And absolutely, yes, there is light. It comes from darkness. The dark night of the soul serves a great purpose when you question what is going on instead of just blindly walking into what you don't understand, then you're able to assess. And when you 
do that when you start to take the blinders off and look and it at first can feel terrifying mm-hmm. and and uh, you can feel very alone mm-hmm. but you don't have to because there are those who've been walking this path and setting the setting the mm-hmm. um you know creating the trail for you and when you show up and walk your path on that trail then mm-hmm. you're creating a trail for the next person it's all part of the oneness we are creating oneness we have been so divided and so pulled into our individual zones where everyone's ego is like i'm the one and um i'm the hottest thing and you know i'm whatever my butt's bigger than yours (laughs) whatever you know Mm -hmm. all this ridiculous Mm -hmm. foolish waste of time nonsense um it's just all serving as a distraction. Be mindful at what you focus on. Be mindful at what you worship. Mm-hmm. If you're worshiping, you know, only the outer form, but never going into the deeper layers, into the heart, then you're missing mm-hmm. something. You're missing something. You're, you're not going to get that s- deep satisfaction. And a lot of people jump one to one to one mm-hmm. they're chronic daters or they're they're constantly like looking for the next thing to fill their void mm-hmm. and i'll tell you what the void will never be filled mm-hmm. by doing this mm-hmm. you can get great pleasure and then it's gone and then you're empty again mm-hmm. and this is um also like the part of breaking the cycle of the narcissist right mm-hmm. who is always looking to vampire mm-hmm. and who is externally seeking to juice other people mm-hmm. that can't work that's not sustainable anymore these have got to stop mm-hmm. you know um but what's really being asked is that you take your plug and plug it into to the source energy whatever that means the divine feminine the divine goddess the divine god mm-hmm. Shakti Shiva, whatever you want to call it, into source, okay? You don't want to keep trying to source your energy from through sex or siphoning it through emotional dramas. These are harmful. You want to get off that. And, and the thing is, if you are doing, if you are having this cycle where you're constantly needing new sex, new person, new simulation... What it probably means and <laughs> what's really going on is actually you're being siphoned mm-hmm. by an entity. Mm-hmm. There's an entity that is latched on to you that is hungry and is using you as a vessel for its food. Mm-hmm. It's time to tell these things to back off. Mm-hmm. Back the fuck off. Mm-hmm. I, there I said it. Back the fuck off. Mm-hmm. There's no room for these entities you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying these addictions no i'm not here to feed addictions you know i'm not here for that and um and those are what comes up for a lot of in a lot of the relationships and when i work with pete with people mostly women who are suffering from these great pains and wounds and um they have usually encountered this vampiric prototype uh you know a masculine that has been possessed mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what you believe believe it or not you know i don't really care either way but the point is that it, it this is my work so this is what i do mm-hmm. 
this is what I deal with and this is what I see and this is shown up over and over and over again parasitical entities that attach to these beautiful men and the men are only serving the entities who do you serve who you have to ask yourself you even people that say they serve you know mm-hmm. that they're so religious and that mm-hmm. they serve God mm-hmm. and yet they're paired up with demonic entities you know what i mean mm-hmm. because you have to take sovereignty of your being yeah. you have to take sovereignty of your being you and you have to say no no more i will not be a slave to the dark mm-hmm. even if i don't know what that means um mm-hmm. you know the the host and the person both get pleasure Mm -hmm. but it's only temporary and it doesn't last it's possible to fall in love with someone's beauty and their divinity but end up having end up having to fight their demonic entity and this is this is a case many times like when you know a woman I work with falls in love with a man she fell in love with him for a reason there was something beautiful about him there was something sweet and loving and magical about him and you know beautiful beautiful they saw that and they were drawn to that but then a lot of times um in the in the clearings that I do it's like they would flip flip their energy and it's not it's like it wasn't their energy anymore and it was like they were dealing with dual personalities a lot and I'm just saying this because there's so many women that I have worked with that have come to me and um, had the same scenario over and over again. It's almost like the same story. And then they would, and then they would, you know, feel like what's going on. I'm, I'm very confused. Like this person has one way of dealing with me and then he flips and does another. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's when you know there's probably an archon that you're dealing with, an archonic being. And an archonic being really affects the mind and it affects your thoughts, the thoughts. Um, you, you know, an archon can come through um, if we're watching like, too much violence, too much porn, if you're constantly ideating on something that's not really emanating uh, light, life force energy, and it's constantly emanating this distortion, then you will easily get an archon and they attach to you. And they're very tricky because they merge with your consciousness in a sense, and then they uh, make you believe it's you. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be discerning and just say, is this me? You know, are these thoughts me? Maybe the thoughts are coming through, but are they really my original thoughts? You know, um, at some point you have to say no. Either you need to walk away from the person or, or, you know, most, most of the times when the women would, would confront this, um, the men would get very angry uh-huh. And the archon would get very angry and there was no working it out. There was no working it through. And so the women would often have to step away from the masculine. And I'm not 
I'm not here to put men down. I love men. I support men. I created a divine masculine program, but we're talking patterns, okay? We're talking patterns about over a decade of work that I've been doing that women show up with the same patterns and that these are the same issues, okay? So there are patterns and we follow the trail and we figure it out and what really needs to happen is that the feminine needs to sometimes if this is archonic energy is really siphoning Mm -hmm. them if it's if it's disturbing them mentally emotionally physically and spiritually um or even sexually they need to they need to create boundaries and this is where you must create sacred boundaries for yourself loving yourself so much because we are the living temples of light and would you let someone come into your temple who does not honor you does not respect you no you would not you would not let someone come into a sacred temple and just start throwing things around and having a hissy fit you'd say you need to leave this is a sacred space and that's the same you know you are a sacred temple And therefore, you must create that sacredness and protect it, protecting your sacredness, protecting it, honoring it yourself. And first, it comes with honoring you, lighting that candle within yourself, you know, or if you need a reminder, lighting a candle outside of yourself and looking and meditating at that candle Mm -hmm. and just saying, I honor myself. I love myself. I call back my divinity. I am divine. I am the loved and the beloved. Finding that beloved within yourself. Each of us has a masculine and feminine inside of us. And it's important Mm -hmm. to honor both. Mm -hmm. You know, I've worked both with my feminine who's been hurt. And I've worked with my masculine that's been very wounded as well. You know, and really bringing them to a place of strength. Mm -hmm. Allowing them to hold you, allowing them to embrace you. And when they come to that point where they're both strong inside of you, that's when you know you're ready. And if you're not feeling that yet, you're not going to find the love you need outside of yourself before you find it in yourself. That's part of the fairy tale. That's what they'll tell you. That's what the fairy tale is. You just be dumb and mute and pretty. And guess what happens? You know, you get swept off your feet and the love of your life comes. And that's just not true. You got to break the spells of story tales that have haunted the feminine. And breaking the spell of what it means to be a woman. You have to learn to love yourself first. And that is the hardest lesson we can learn. There are days when you just don't feel it as much as you do on other days. And what is a catalyst for this is making choices on a consistent basis that make you feel good. And I'm not talking about instant gratification of like hooking up with somebody new or drinking or anything like that. I mean, feel good from the inside out. Like when you go to the gym and you work out, You're doing it for you. You feel good. You get the endorphins or you do yoga or you make yourself a healthy meal and you enjoy it and you say, I am giving my body what it needs or you spend time in nature or you you find a friend who you resonate with and who's a high viber and you connect on a different level. 
-hmm. But you don't just sit there and wallow. You don't just sit there and feel sorry. You, you know, you can sit with a pain and give yourself permission. Like, I am in pain and I am going to sit with this pain now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give myself until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You see, those are creating sacred boundaries within yourself. Once you start to cultivate that within yourself, you know, that's where your, that's where your own strength and confidence comes from. That's where it comes from, is from your own honoring of your own self. That's where your own love, love comes from respect. Love comes from respect. You know, you can love somebody and not respect them, but it's hard to be in a relationship with someone that you don't respect. Mm -hmm. If you don't like how they're acting, if you don't like what they're doing, and it's not in alignment with you, you cannot respect that. Mm -hmm. So you cannot be with somebody that you don't respect. You need to respect yourself first. And you know everyone's betrayed themselves in a way we've been taught to that you know what you got to get ahead you know um you got you, you betray yourself in different ways like i'm i'm going to do this job even though i don't like it or um whatever it may be there's so many ways which we betray ourselves and you're like, oh, I'm not going to think about that. I don't really, mm -hmm. I can ignore it. I can put it aside. I'll put it in this box, mm -hmm. this, this dirty box over here. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That box gets filled up and then you don't feel good anymore. Yeah. So you need to go through that box mm -hmm. and say, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I acknowledge that um, there was some self-betrayal over here. And I did things maybe I didn't feel good about. You know, because we're not always all saints, none of us. Sometimes we act with, you know, act out in a way with people that we don't feel good about. We snap at someone, you know, we, whatever it may be, maybe we weren't conscious. And it's just about saying, hey, I wasn't conscious about this. And I am, I am truly sorry that I put myself through this and I forgive myself. I love and 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 forgive myself. And you just keep on working through this self-love and forgiveness. Because guess what? It's time to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. And come to terms with what was in order to create room for what is. And all the potentiality that is available and waiting for you. Once you do what you truly need to do which is come to terms with yourself mm -hmm. and so it's not about projecting outside like you're an asshole mm -hmm. or you did this and um not about that, that thank you so much for joining me in another episode of galactic goddess podcast you just listened to a raw file of my personal channelings and i hope you enjoyed it I love sharing and sharing is caring. You know, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can go ahead and visit me at goddesscodeacademy.com. I do personal sessions, I do mentorship, and I have courses. So please go ahead and sign up for your free meditation. And I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, so much love.